0: peace, 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 and much love. This is a sunflower sage, and you are listening to Seeds from a Sunflower. So, we are literally in a new season, and it happens to be autumn. And for those of you that don't know me on like a personal level, my actual name is autumn. And for me, autumn has always been this, this time of just change, change in the weather, change in the air. Um, everything takes a shift and we begin to brace ourselves for the colder months, the inward months. And I spoke a little bit about shedding in my last episode and I really wanted to build upon that, that idea of shedding. And the many ways in which we shed. And I literally was supposed to connect with a friend. Maybe like, I want to say like mid-quarantine, all of us. We were like, okay, we're going to do a cleanse. Like, let's do it together. And so we dived into doing this cleanse. And immediately, I don't know if any of you have ever done a cleanse. um, It was a juice cleanse. I know I did a, a juice cleanse. And it was a, I think it was a three day juice cleanse that I did, it was. And so day one, you're kind of like, all right, this is cool, like, I'm doing it, like, it's chill. At night, you're like, all right, I didn't eat all day, but I'ma just, you know, I'ma drink this juice and go to sleep, like, only two more days, like, it's cool. On day two, when you wake up, something inside of you is different. A shedding has already happened. like the shedding has begun <laughs> and so on day 2 for me it was just like yo like i i am hungry and on top of being hungry i feel like i can't really do anything about it one because i'm cleansing and too, because I, I I just whatever fulfillment that I'm wanting I I just cannot give that to myself and so all these other emotions begin to like settle in and you find yourself just like face to face with every single complaint that you could ever think of even though you are the one deciding to I guess take the step to you know cleanse and so um, I connected with one of the people that I did the cleanse with because there were like a few of us i can't remember exactly how many of us did it and so we were just like yo like the different layers that like shed from you when you're doing like these cleanses like so it's like really just all the different layers that begin to shed when you're cleansing on any level i don't want to just leave it in the realm of, um, you know, just like abstaining from food, because we cleanse in different ways um, all the time, like when we fast from people, sometimes we want to be more introspective and we spend more time alone. I think that's a layer of fasting, but literally that's why I wanted to connect with my friend so that we could talk about the different layers of cleansing, the physical layers of cleansing, the mental layers of cleansing. These spiritual layers of cleansing and how each of these things have a place and a space to be within. And I guess we can talk about our own personal benefits from these processes because I only like to speak from personal experience. I never speak of anything that I haven't experienced. Um, and so that's what this is going to be. Um, I want to just take this time to like give Javi the mic. He can like introduce himself. He can. I guess kind of just give you guys a little backstory, whatever he wants it to be. It doesn't even have to be like about cleansing or anything, but guys, this is hobby.
1: Greetings, greetings, greetings. Yeah, it's funny, uh, finishing college, my first cleanse started with me abstaining from like processed sugar. And it was like the first time I decided to go plant-based. And the reason I was doing that was because I literally had a bald spot, the size of the eagle's nest on the top of my head, like finishing up school, and, uh, definitely was a lot of stress finishing up school. Uh, a lot of personal things had happened during that time period, relationships, uh, you know, just traumatic experiences, and, you know, the first thing I decided to do was, you know, just cut out certain things, and, uh, it was really scary because, like, you have a bald spot, like, the size of the needle this on the top of your head, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, like, 22 at the time, so I'm just, like, super scared. And, you know, I just decided, like, all right, I'm going to cut out mass-produced food. I'm going to, you know, just be positive. Like, I'm not going to let anything stress me out because I had just the most stressful semester just finishing up school. So, you know, it took about a month me abstaining from the processed sugars that I used to eat, you know, just eating more fruit and just, you know, staying very positive that little hairs started going back. And in those little hairs, that was all I needed. I was like, yes, it's possible. it's possible for this to come back so i like you know back in the day i was working an internship in the city so like every day i just had my hair combed over my head at the ball spot and just like you're going back you're going back and that summer i was like singing bob marley also every day on the subway as loud as possible just because i just i was just like i'm going this is gonna happen like my hair is gonna go back and in three months it grew back like like, and like, I haven't had any kind of ball spots since. So yeah, that was my first, like, real experience with, like, cleansing. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's funny. That's actually really funny. And I'm going to tell you why later. But <laughs> that's funny, the story itself. Like, the ball spot. It's, it's crazy. We're going to talk about that more in depth. Um, I guess, like, from that experience, what I want to know, because I brought up an interesting question in my mind when you decided like okay i have this bald spot like i have this bald spot i have to cleanse from these foods like when you started to abstain from certain processed foods and things like what other things did you start to feel like within yourself well
1: definitely a lot more energy like and a lot less anxiety like i just it was just that summer like was like most productive i've ever been as an intern as a human being like i just felt super good and like you know i was kind of isolated like i was just me myself in the city and you know like for the first time that felt good like because like you know just being in a relationship being part of some traumatic experiences and some falling outs i was just like on my own and just that time where i just cleansed and all i really did was sing sing work and you know rest and that was just everything i needed for that healing process to begin
0: yeah damn that's what's up damn i feel that i guess like it's amazing how you you step into something and like i want to say i don't want to say like yo you you decided to cleanse cuz physically your body was being affected no
1: 100% that's literally what it was though <laughs> Nah, literally, most most people I find, like, don't change until they have to. At least, like, I didn't. Because, like, I was just made so aware of, like, certain things of, like, the mass production of agriculture and its impact on the earth. And, you know, just, like, how these foods like affect you like there's documentaries there was things all throughout that time that just made us like made me aware like oh shit the way I eat is terrible (laughs) (laughs) so I was just like but it took time for me to even get to the point where I could like physically just let go of these things like I had to like first start stop eating as much of the things that I love which was cheese and like meat like I love steak I love like just like eating everything there wasn't anything I didn't eat so like you know just taking the process like I, I was the type of dude who used to eat like six packs of starburst today like Yo, <laughs> no 100% I, <laughs> so you like the pink starburst? It, not, red was always my thing cherry <laughs> ch- cherry cherry all day and the gummies and everything so it's like yeah no I, I, I'm completely different in terms of where I am today
0: mind you he's sitting here he has a full head of hair so I'm like damn like we think about these transformations and like I think it's usually when something affects our physical. When something affects you physically, you're like, what can I do to fix this? And like you almost immediately want the change to come. But once you see like, yo, I actually have to do this consistently. And it's like it becomes a part of your lifestyle because that's what it is. Like you switch into that that whole lifestyle switch. And then you start to see the progress from the lifestyle switch, like how you said the little hairs, they start to grow back. And you're like, damn, like my little baby hairs, like they're here. And like to you, you knew that you were doing the right thing. That was like your, um, your validation, the verification that you needed to be like, yo, like this is what I decided to do because of this is really like helping me, but then it's helping me in so many other ways. Like, um, it's really deep like
1: okay so we know we know what it feels like when we're doing the right things but what is the things that you do when you know you're doing the wrong things what are the things you think about and how do you justify doing the wrong things?
0: Hmm. I feel like when it comes to doing the wrong thing, and it's like knowing you are doing the wrong thing and trying to justify it, I, I just see it as an excuse, really. And I think I'm very familiar with that part of myself that knows, like, nah. Nah. It, it's because it's, when you know yourself, you know, like, nah, this is not it. But then you'll be like, well, it's because of, you know, you you come up like with the fucking cleansing. It's like you come up with all these excuses as to why you are doing the wrong thing or why you are going against something. One, that doesn't feel right. You know, um, and it's like, what do I do in those moments? I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm still going to do the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> like. I'm hella human like I'm just gonna do the wrong thing like I just you know and then I I mean with certain things in my life I've come to a point where I'm not gonna do that wrong thing there's just some wrong things that I'm never gonna do but there are some wrong things that I will do until like everything else either I decide like no this is not working and I take that that step towards my own personal liberation you know or I'll do it until my body just tells me that I can't do it anymore. And I mean, it's like you kind of choose wisely, like which one, <laughs> but that. no, nah, that was different. I didn't expect you to say that. So I was like, damn, like he came through. I was being honest. Like, look, I'm going to do the wrong motherfucking thing. Yeah. But it tied back into, then that shit is, when you have the choice to do the right thing, And, like, you feel it. You're like, yo, this This is is wrong. This is it. (laughs) This is it. This is the
1: moment. This is the moment. It's so wrong. You gonna fuck yourself
0: or you
1: gonna move forward? What the fuck?
0: And then you just do it anyway. And then you keep doing, you keep doing. And then something physically happens to you after that. Ball
1: spot. Physically.
0: (laughs) Ball spot. Motherfucking something. It doesn't matter. Depression.
1: Anxiety. Like, this, know, Like, you're... Your body or your spirit doesn't allow you to feel good about that. You're not gonna No matter how, anymore. how, like, you know you're gonna do it, but no matter what, you're gonna pay the energetic cost for
0: it. The cost. And when, it's not until we get into the position of paying the energetic cost, especially when it's the physical body being affected, that we're like ready to surrender. We're like, oh, my, come on, whatever you need, like, whatever you
1: need. Okay, so nine times out of ten most people say yes to their vices you know their what they know they should say no to and that's basically just in my own experience just what we're comfortable with you know what you know kind of fills the hole of the thing that it is we're avoiding or not even avoiding but afraid to step into So my question to you is, what motivates you now to step into what it is you know you want to step into as being yourself?
0: I think everything in my life literally motivates me now. Um, And it's only because, like, I've been able to kind of... um, I've reached this point with myself or within myself where I am creating the life that I want and i its it looks the way that I want it to look in certain aspects. And so I'm like, wow, like I see what me risking my comfortability can bring. You know, I see all that I've been able to manifest through me just being like you know what I can get rid of this and I can get rid of this and that and that and this and ultimately I'll still be okay like I'll still be here I'll still be alive I'll still be breathing um, but I'll probably have the life that I envision too you know what I mean I'll probably have the life I envision opposed to one that I don't really want and so I I just let that be my that's my main motivator when it comes to just me shedding anything in my life. doesn't matter if it's people, it doesn't matter if it's um, places, energies, like habits are the toughest. They're just the toughest, the habits because they're they become a part of us. Um but even with those like you see, like if you just change certain habits, you're like, all right. There's a new habit that I can like bring into my sphere that's maybe more so aligned with who I want to be or the life that I am envisioning. Um, yeah, that's like my answer to your question. <laughs> like, I'm like, I hope I answered the question. Ah! I think I did. Are
1: fake, like everything is fake, so it's like you know that can be overwhelming. And we can kind of just look for, like, this quick immediate fix for that being overwhelmed. Or we can actually embrace reality. Like, know what the reality is truly. Because once we know what the reality is, and it's not this construct or, like, this, you know, romanticization of what we want society to be, we can actually, like, make real shifts in our reality. And in this grand reality.
0: I feel that 100%. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's scary, though. It's not something that I can even pretend is... I can't pretend like it's easy. I won't.
1: No, I'm, not, I'm is, like,
0: I won't pretend. <laughs> like, I cannot.
1: But nothing worth having is ever easy. Or, or ever quick. Or just immediate. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, and that's what probably the most uh, painful or like well so the things that we choose that we know we should say no to are like they're quick they're immediate they're just there they're, they're just there they're, they're just, they have Shit. they have no real long term uh, like grounding like it's, it has nothing to do with our long term vision for ourselves for the people we want around us it's so
0: momentary and it even stems in, it's funny because I was talking to somebody about um, smoking and, um, I love, I love smoking, I'm not going line.
1: No, this is... I love, I love passing <laughs> smoke, like, I love passing
0: <laughs> smoke. I, I, I understand. I have to pass the smoke, like, <laughs> the smoke has to get past in my lungs. <laughs> and I'm like, that's something that I'm like, nauseous. No. like, you have to slow down on the smokes, because, and it's like...
1: Well, you already, you know a lot, like, you're already doing so much, look, look what you've manifested, look what you have created, like, this space is beautiful. Like, this is by far one of the most beautiful spaces I've ever stepped into. Really? 100%. Stop it. Like, it's not even no cap.
0: We're very, like,
1: we're very... (laughs) Yo, like... We are very grateful. All the details, this is ridiculous. (laughs) You got a pot painting right here, bro. (laughs) Like, like, that shit is beautiful.
0: I cannot stop. Thank you. Oh, my God.
1: And then, like, you already got a book almost done. You, your podcast... Has the potential to be one of the best podcasts out there. Like you have to know I'm that. I'm trying to make it. No, bad. like yo, if you are like consistent with your content, this can really do like work for you. Like yeah. this can really bring in like a lot of eyes to your book, a lot of like, you know, just people who will connect with you. Cause like you're really easy to connect with. Like, yeah. I want to tune into your podcast every time I, I listen to your voice. Your voice is powerful. Like it's yeah. It's so like
0: Hobby <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Listen. Stop. You already oh know. God. You already
1: know this. You already know this.
0: I, I, you know, I try to accept it. I try to be receptive to these thoughts about myself. Like, okay. Good. I'd be like, all right, like, <laughs> relax the tendons a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he said, relax the tendons. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. So. This entire time, we were able to just like. We made it so conversational to the point where we hit all the points. Like, we hit the points without even like touching the points, which I love. Um, But I want to get so direct so that people have an idea as to what it is that we're trying to like share with them. Like, this idea of shedding, this idea of clearing, cleansing, letting go, it's all just letting go. Um, But I would like to know for you, what does it look like? And it could be something so mundane. It doesn't have to even be like extensive. But in your day to day, when you're just going and you're like, you know what? I need to mentally shed so I can ground myself. I need to physically shed to ground myself. I need to emotionally shed to ground myself. What does what do those things look like for you? Like, What do you do to, I guess, ground yourself? mentally physically spiritually when you feel overwhelmed or when you know you're going through these processes of shedding and you just like you're in the process it's like what do you do for yourself on a mental level what do you do for yourself on a physical level and what do you do for yourself internally
1: yeah now this has been my last like six months because you know this quarantine really had us all isolated and within our own bubbles so you know making like a routine you know because making habits that align with what it is that i know i am and i'm capable of becoming and you know embodying so you know when i was feeling anxious when i was feeling depressed when i was feeling alone you know i had to go back to myself which is you know, just taking this taking as, as simple as breathing. Like, real yeah. breathing is like, most of us are light breathers. Most of us are breathing through our chest. Most of us are not really taking the time to yeah. like really allow that experience and feel what that feels like. It's a muscle to breathe, to comfortably. So, you know, breathing, meditating, movement you know, these are all interconnected and, you know, what they all embody is presence. When you're truly doing them from a place of nourishment, like when you're really, you know, just taking your time, not doing it for a goal, but just enjoying the process. And I think that just goes with everything in life. No matter what, we all have to do what we have to do. And there's things that we want to do. And there's certain things you have to do to do the things you want to do you know that's going to require you to sacrifice to put in effort to keep yourself motivated keep yourself on a high energetic level and you know for me movement has always been that for me like exercising has always gave me that extra oomph like that that grounded strength in my physical body that lets me know that pain is what gives me results and, you know, once you and once you take that and put that into every aspect, like, okay, I'm going to do my job today with presence. I'm going to go through the pain and not distract myself. And, you know, eventually that's gonna increase your efficiency. That's gonna increase your ability to do more. Cause once your efficiency goes up, things become, take less time to do. So like once you have that mobility, and flexibility, you can do other things. You have more time to, you know, focus on your goals and your aspirations or more time to even just nourish yourself. Like, nourishing yourself is, like, so key. Like, when was the last time, like, you rubbed your shoulder and, like, just really got into it, like, that muscle and that tendon? And when was the last time you really just sat with yourself in a bath and, you know, just gave yourself all the aromas and, like, the therapy that you need? You know, there's just certain things that you inherently want that you know would be good for you. And all you have to do is just allow yourself to have it because there's literally nothing you can't have in this life. You just have to take the steps to move towards it.
0: I love it. Stop it. I have to pause it. (laughs) Wow. So that was so powerful. And I just... I know whoever's listening to this could just feel like the high energy. And I wanna thank Javi for just sharing his energy, his insight, his experience, and this art of co-creation that we were able to create. Um, And as we all embark on our journeys towards ourself, um, as we continue to shed and become new every day. Um, I want you to remember that the person that you are matters. Your journey is your own. And although we are all a whole, we are singular as well. And the journey, I say this all the time, just looks so different for everyone. But really, we're all just here to share our experience and you share it wholeheartedly, knowing that there's someone somewhere like experiencing something similar. And it's like an offering of hope. But I am so, so, so grateful for you know, this opportunity to just share my experience and I'm grateful for all my listeners and I just am sending you all much love, much peace, much light and I hope that you're having a beautiful right now.